everyone. Welcome to uh, the first of uh, my, well, they will have a title by the time you hear this, but I don't have a title for it right now, so um, this is kind of my podcast. I'm Charles D. Lincoln. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I was waiting for Chelsea to say something because she's on my other podcast, but I guess she isn't here this week, so no um, Chelsea. But I do, I do have two other friends um, with me today on, uh, I guess, the Charles and Friends show. Or whatever. I don't know. I'm sure someone's taken that and I can't use it, but whatever. Uh, So, um, for those of you who don't know me, I am Charles D. Lincoln. Uh, You know, I am a writer, a director, an actor, an author, and butcher, baker, candlestick maker, and all-around pain in the ass and high priest of harmful matter. And uh, basically, uh, I'm the creator of 21st Century Demon Hunter, Teresa and Allison, and uh, all sorts of things that if you've seen, well, you probably something very wrong with you. But in the meantime, uh, this is me making a new podcast where I'm going to talk to all my fabulous friends over the, uh, over the weeks and months and years to come. So today I have two of the uh, stars of uh, my my show, you can see on Amazon. Um, I wrote it and directed it, called Twenty First Century Demon Hunter. Uh, with me today, I have Rebecca Lauren and Casey Marie Ecker. So, hey, hi, hey there, hey. So, um, yeah, uh, Rebecca plays Stephanie. Casey plays uh, our kind of ah uh, man. I'm not even sure what you'd call her because she's like uh and pro she's there it's it's a lot. it's hard to like call her something without <laughs> spoiling anything you know yeah yeah so but i mean she's there and um she does things she, yeah she's a she's a big part of the story but it's like i you know we uh i i'm not really sure we'll have to come up with a she's persephone it's a whole word that's it that's what she is she's the persephone of the story i have coined a phrase uh, it's I, also I, it's yeah <laughs> yeah Yes, I've invented the phrase. Um, no one else can use it. It's copyrighted now. Um, so uh, let's talk to you two. Um, so uh, let's start with uh, you, Casey. Tell me, um, what, how, who are you? Um, and uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. That's such a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a person, I think. I don't know. Sometimes I'm kind of like, am I a cat or a person? But I, I think I'm definitely a person. Um, I'm a human. Hi. Well, well, yeah, you've done scenes with Cassia, and she's allergic to cats, and she didn't start sneezing around you. So I would say person. Person, for sure. No <laughs> yes. matter how much of a cat I wish I was. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a human girl. A human woman. Pronouns she, her. I am originally from New York, and... I fell into acting through through ballet, actually. It all started with dance for me. And that's kind of where I discovered the love of theater and performing. So, you know, I do a little bit of everything. I studied musical theater. So it's it's one of those things where you just have to you gotta you gotta do everything at the same time. So you wear you wear a lot of hats. You have to be able to do like the tap your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what I love so much about the industry is that you can kind of you can wear so many different hats and you can do so many different things and you can always gain more skills and I the more the more I work the more I 
love being a part of this community of people. Mm -hmm. And Rebecca? Wow, that was very well said. Um, I am also a human person, and I also go by she, her pronouns. I'm originally from New Hampshire, and where I was born and raised, and now I live in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I am an actor slash zappler artist. I like to play with different, all kinds of different things. I do some painting. Um, I also do a little bit of modeling. So that's kind of me. I come from a theater background as well. Um, and I fell into acting when my grandmother used to take me to Broadway shows. And I remember sitting in the audience and just awe of everything that everyone could do and how magical it was and how I just felt like I could feel it was so palpable, all the energy. And I just really wanted to be part of that. Do you remember what your first, uh, for both of you, do you remember what your first uh, show was that you saw? Yes. Um, the first one I saw was Sound of Music, but the first one I really have a lot of recollection of is Annie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my Casey? I'm so jealous because those are like two of my like, favorite childhood movie musicals that I would just watch on repeat. But I, the, f the first Broadway musical that I ever saw that really stuck with me was Gypsy. They, were, they did a revival of Gypsy with Patti LuPone. Yes, Rebecca's making a face, guys. And I'm assuming <laughs> it's only because she loves that show or she loves That's Patti LuPone. literally my favorite musical. And also, yes, I love Patti LuPone. And yes, I saw that revival. <laughs> <laughs> musical theater people, in case you guys don't know, were like really crazy, but in the best possible way. Yeah, really crazy. yeah. There, there. I've, I've, I was not a music. I was like a delinquent who like was. I no, I was like one of the bad kids who like would you know hang out like drinking in the parking lot at school and wear like all black and listen yeah. To, but like, like you can totally be a fan of musical yeah. theater and do that at the same time. I think. Well, that was that was the thing. Is like I was yeah. like a closet nerd. Like oh, I feel you know. You. <laughs> yeah, like I I remember I used to practice like when I was in death metal bands and I used to you know, sing real growl really fast. I used to practice to modern major general. Um <laughs> because it's there's it, it's such a great vocal exercise, that song. Um, you know, none of my fucking friends knew that and would have just stared at me if I like, you know what is <laughs> told he talking them about? That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what? What do you what, what, modern major general, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, but like I I was always really like into a lot of um that's the other thing. Like, I only I I haven't seen many plays. Um, I saw my mom took me to see Sandy Duncan and Peter Pan. Oh my like, god! When I was a child, and then I saw Patrick Stewart doing every character in A Christmas Carol. Um, like when <laughs> that was at like Westbury Music Hall or something like that in Long Island uh when I was like in my uh, like 11 or so but otherwise I hadn't really I hadn't seen any plays till I started like getting into this industry and knowing you know and I would be seeing like my friends plays and stuff and the people I work with um so I grew up I grew up though with a love of film cuz like you know I mean a lot of people know my dad as like oh that was the guy in last house on the left and then they know him from doing porn for 30 years um but my dad was all about like the art of film and like as a little kid he would tell me how rude it was to leave during the credits 
because it was like, you know, all these people worked really hard to put this together and everything. That must have been fun for you as a kid, just to sit and watch credits till the end. (laughs) I still do it. I still do it. Um, You know, in fact, I remember uh, there's a funny story about the movie Holy Smoke with Kate Winslet, um, where later on, one of the members, because I was a musician for most of my life, and um, at one point I moved to London with this... uh, with this uh, woman named Heather. And we decided that, you know, we'd form a two vocalist band. And the funny story is, so I saw Holy Smoke at the Angelica years and years, like before me and Heather ever met. Right. And, um, (laughs) so I'm watching it and there's, and I'm watching the, And so Kate Winslet is nude a lot in that movie. Right. Um, and at one point she's at a campfire and she like pees on the uh, campfire. And it's like literally like a close up of her peeing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching the, uh, you know, I'm watching the credits and uh, I see Kate Winslet's body double. And I'm like, Kate Winslet's body double? Like, wh- this is a low, you know, it's like a Harvey Keitel. So it was like in that low million dollar budget. So it's not like they're putting in a ton of CGI. So I was like, wait, but we saw Kate Winslet like the whole movie. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh my God. And I like yelled out, I'm like, oh my God, they hired a P double for Kate Winslet. And so funny. Funny thing is, years later, Heather, who I moved to London with, was talking about somehow the movie Holy Smoke came up. And she's like, yeah, I saw in the Angelica and there was a guy behind me and he yelled, they fired a, a P-double for Kate Winslet. And, and, and I was, was like, you. yeah. And it was like funny that like three, four years earlier, we had like, I guess, been in the same theater at the same time. That's um, such a like serendipitous New York moment, though. I, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, like, that's one of the things I love about New York. Like, how I ran, like, my sister lives in Denmark, but she was visiting New York, and we randomly ran into each other on 59th Street. Like, what are the, I didn't even know she was visiting New York, but what are the chances of two siblings in a city of 10 million people <laughs> happening to walk on the same, like, you know, intersection at the same time? Like, even when you run into anybody in New York, I always love that. Like, just how there's so many people here, the chances of that ever happening are so weird like i've never run into chelsea never <laughs> like you know we've worked together and hung out and everything but we've never accidentally run into each other you know and like even even like the industry like when like me and rebecca like we met each other on set how many productions happen in new york you know like just when we met on we met on model woman which uh was a pilot for a show i'm glad never happened because it was a <laughs> shitty show and they treated us like shit um <laughs> but um you know like what are the chances of of us both being on that production that day you know out of how many thousands of actors are in new york you know and and just it's always i love just the crazy math of new york city mm. you know yeah yeah so um so tell us about a little bit about, um, well, we talked about your first thing you ever saw. What was the first thing you ever were acting in? Ooh. Rebecca, you go first. <laughs> okay, so the first play I ever did was in the third grade, and it was mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. And I played Veruca Salt, and I wanted the role <laughs> yes. so bad. I really <laughs> wanted that role. And um, I remember we, the auditions were this, like, stupid little process where the teacher just went around and was like raise your hand if you want to audition for this role and my hand just shot up and I like whipped out my best little British accent and (laughs) I I got the role and I had so much fun and I never looked back that was the first thing I ever did Mm. and Casey 
Oh, man. I got, like, I was, like, a peanut vendor in, like, a little eighth grade production that they just smashed together. It wasn't even, like, a really cute, like, like, we, like, have the, like, child rights to do, like, Annie or anything like that. It was just, like, it was a, it was a musical that they wrote, and then we were also in the choir, so, like, it, what would happen would be, like, the band would come out, and then the play would happen, and then they would switch. So, like, the curtain would close, and then the choir would come out and sing a song, and then the choir would leave, and then the play would resume again. It was, like, a really mm -hmm. weird musical play ma band mashup and it like i was a peanut vendor like i have no cool like it was like a really shitty role and i was really pissed off that i didn't get one of the bigger roles but it's fine you know did, did you get to it. say did you get to say something besides like get peanuts get your peanuts or like <laughs> I, I don't even remember like i i do recall the, pe the get your peanut lines but yeah <laughs> honestly it was just like i they gave me a yankees cap and and then they gave me a jersey and i just had a little stand and that was it and i was like very i remember being very disappointed on the inside yeah. but it was fine <laughs> you know you yeah. move on rejection when you're younger like i it really benefits you because yeah after you go through so many auditions you're just kind of like well this isn't a new normal feeling you know yeah well we'll we'll get into into rejection um because it's very interesting how i met you and how i met chelsea because it was literally you guys auditioned for the same role yeah that's so funny and neither of you got it but it i remembered both of you <laughs> and i you know like a lot of actors like i've i've known are like oh my god i didn't get this role and it's like but if you made an impression on them you never know yeah. If in the future that they will contact you for something else that you might be great for. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, you know? Like, that was the thing. Like, you know, like, with Chelsea, I, I was like, okay, um, with that, and that funny thing is that project never happened. I was uh, the producer on that one. I wasn't the director. And the director and I had a falling out, so that project ended up never happening. Oh, that's um, what happened. Okay, because I was yeah. always curious. Yeah, yeah, it ended up never happening. Um, but I remembered, like, Chelsea just something about her attitude towards stuff reminded me of the character of Julie, who was in the novel 21st Century Demon Hunter I read, I'd written. And um, it was I, I, I wrote her and I was like, hey, you know, we're going a different direction for that character. But um, would you be interested in reading for this? And our whole relationship came from that. So, you know, it's funny, like, act I know actors all the time who are like, oh, my God, I really wanted this role. I didn't get it. Excuse me. But it's like, you know, something really positive can always come out of, uh, you know, what, what seems like a negative at the time. Um, even with me, I've I found my way of dealing with rejection with um, auditions is I, I've totally erased the audition from my mind after I um, do it. <laughs> I do. I, I I work. You know, I work my hardest to do it. I go there. I audition, and then you could ask me to get the next day what I auditioned for, and I won't even remember it. Wow. Which is really funny because a couple times I've gotten stuff and they've written to me, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you auditioned." I'm like, uh, "I don't remember what role that actually was." Um. <laughs> so you know, I always find that funny. Um. I, it's so funny, too. There's, like, so much stuff that I've done that's, like, not on my IMDb, and they never sent me clips for. So, yeah, like, most of, my, most of my IMDb is, like, three projects and, like, stuff I've done. And then it's, like, I've done about five or six other things that I'm, like, okay, you know, you can 
put me on there and and you know i hope i hope the other charles lincoln didn't end up with my shit because that would really piss me off because there's that's why it's charles d lincoln because there's already a charles lincoln on um on imdb and i didn't want to be like charles lincoln too so i was like let me just adopt my like middle initial because there's so many times i'll be putting like people who work with us and, it, and it's like john smith 14 or something and it's like uh, okay <laughs> you know um but yeah so um I uh, I remember the first time I ever did um, acting that really touched me. I, there was a girl that I really liked in high school, and it was like ninth grade, ninth or tenth grade. And Aww. I remember she started dating this other guy who I fucking hated, and it just made me so angry. And I went to class. I went to my English class, and they were doing Romeo and Juliet, and they wanted me to do like the the suicide scene. And I was like, I really don't want to do this. I'm in a bad mood. And teacher's like, No, you have to do it. Blah blah blah. So I was like, all right, fine. And I went and I did it. And I put all that, like, emotion <laughs> and, like, heartbreak into it. And I'm not kidding you. This isn't, like, one of those, like, you know, supermarket stories or whatever. But people actually applauded afterwards. Like, just in my regular high school class. And it was like, oh, my God. This is something that, like, I actually <laughs> could, you know, feel something for. Um and because I just I totally just put everything into that like last scene. Um, and then I didn't act for a bunch of years simply because my dad, like once they, I told him about that, he totally wanted me to be an actor. And then it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to feed your ego. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah, waited. Dad, until, fuck you. Yeah, I, I just I, I want to be what I want to be. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I loved music. I mean, music was always my first love. But acting was something that I was like, oh, my God, like, I could actually be good at doing this. And, mm -hmm. like, I, you know, could really express myself through it. But it wasn't, like, such a priority that I was willing to deal with him going his whole life thinking, I, I, he, you know, I only did it because he was an actor. You know, um, it's also why I didn't change my last name to Lincoln until after he passed away. Because mm. um, before that, I went by Lapula, which I still go by um, when I do scores and stuff. Um, but, you know, so, um, Casey, we talked about how I met you and we talked a little bit about how, um, uh, I met you, Rebecca. Um, so, um, tell me a little bit about your experiences, I guess, working, you know, like, what's it like to work with me? Like, like you know, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but like, like, you know, I mean, like, seriously, though, like, what are, if you have any particular memories of when we worked on Demon Hunter or... Like, what was your impre first impression of the character, I guess? Casey, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I honestly, the first impression I got had to be at if it was the audition, the original yeah. audition, or if it was the callback, because we were in Coney Island. Yeah. And it was windy <laughs> as hell. And I just remember leaving thinking like i totally bombed this audition which is really funny that you remember it so well because like i i totally had the opposite feeling of that charles i felt like i i just like i gave a shit line reading i was really unhappy with my performance and i did not i was not like i went away feeling like uh this is not what i wanted this is and then like later on you were like yeah like we really liked it and i was like what the no, that was terrible. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But 
but it was it was really like a testament that you like when you reached out to me about it and i was kind of like you told me more about the project and the more you told me about it the more i was kind of like i want to freaking do this so then when did we first shoot i think we first shot um we were in the forest that's the yes. first thing that we ever did and it was yeah. that was um that was a day that was a that was a full day that was um it was it was so involved because there was a a ton of um there was a ton of uh of variables that had to be done in that scene that we did yeah and yeah. there was also a language where i was speaking <laughs> russian thanks a lot charles um <laughs> and it was it was shooting with you was an experience because it was kind of like just we were thrown into the deep end of the yeah. of the pool and and <laughs> charles was kind of like swim swim casey swim and i was like i i don't know how to swim charles <laughs> where are my floaties but it was later on you know the more the more i worked with you the more i was like this actually works though because i feel like there's a mutual trust there and mm -hmm. it 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 was just something happened and we created some really cool stuff i think oh yeah 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 but like it's it was a trust thing because it was otherwise it would have just been weird like we were in a forest it was nighttime yeah i was screaming at <laughs> in russian like in a terrible like thing saying magical things and surrounded by um other really cool actresses that were also like just kind of like in this scene of just involving magic and crazy nonsense and it was just kind of like you know what we're doing this and it's going to be freaking amazing yeah well i mean you've seen the episode right yeah. so i mean it's it's i mean you it's such an epic introduction to your character mm -hmm. i think like you know and even even the little the little moment we shot before where i literally had just you know um shot your feet and then edited it into something we shot in a completely different state yeah i think that was like the yeah. last thing we shot of the day though like the yeah feet thing. yeah because like we did yeah. we did everything um the really we did the really thicker part of the scene and then that was the last thing we shot and but that was like the first thing that everyone else sees yeah yeah well i mean it's the whole because the whole idea is that persephone is a big deal in the story you know and even though she doesn't get introduced to almost the last episode of the first season she's still mentioned i mean even if you read the novel before she gets introduced i've had so many people who are like 50 60 pages in like are we gonna meet persephone because we keep here we keep hearing about her you know and <laughs> that's what i like though and, i like those characters that have the mystique around them and yeah I don't I don't want to give everyone everything. So I like to I like to, you know, throw away my line and then reel the fish in and then take my line back and reel them in a little bit more. Yeah, I mean she's a super important character. I mean both of your characters are super important to the overall mythology and it's one of those things where it's like you don't realize how much until the story com keeps going on. I mean, Persephone is Pretty much in almost in uh out of uh the the Lincoln Cut episodes, which are out now coming in July Ooh. instead of uh June. Um just because the color correction's taking a while, but the color correction looks great. Oof. Like, you know, um I wish we could have gotten it in on time, but it's like you you know that whole old saying about you can do things cheap, you can do them good, or you can do them well. Mm. Yeah, I mean you can do them cheap, you can do them well, or you can do them fast. And you can only get two of those. 
you know, so, um, you know, but like, um, Persephone's in three of the five episodes, um, you know, so, and, and it, when we eventually do season two, like, she pops up again in a super important way, but I think she's probably not until like five or six episodes in. Right. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm still writing that script where she's kind of the lead character in it. Um which is such an interesting thing. And I, I can't wait for you guys to see that. Um, I'll, I'll send you guys like the first, like, I don't know. I think it's like five to 10 minutes, um, like fairly soon. Um, I'm just getting some stuff together, but yeah, she's, she's, it's one of those characters that you have to introduce the right way. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you did that so brilliant, brilliantly English. Um, well, thank brilliantly. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like you don't want to give everyone too much information right away. And yeah. I think that works so well with her character in particular. Whereas like with Rebecca's character, I feel like I want more of that story. And it was yeah. just, ugh, it's so good. Like every scene that Rebecca's in, I'm always like captivated every time. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Oh yeah. Well, she has some crazy stuff coming up in, uh, in the Lincoln cut. Uh, I season. know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, um, you know, what's um what's great about it is that, you know, like uh Stephanie gets introduced in the second episode. So Ste- Stephanie's the opposite. Stephanie's in there a lot more than Persephone. Um, but she's introduced very gradually. You know, she's introduced very gradually and her character has a big arc. Yes, a huge arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like her <laughs> Yeah, no, and, like, her story, like, like she goes from one place and is currently in a completely different place at the end of season 1.5 and will go even crazier places in the stuff that we have planned. Um, you know, she has this big overall arc to, like, her character and stuff. Um, and it's always interesting to, like, just make characters that evolve that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even with Persephone, like, I would say that we we definitely shot a lot of because I'll, I'll, it's not giving anything away to say that there are flashbacks to um, 2007. It's six years previous to the um, to the first season of Demon Hunter, where we kind of see her when she's a little more innocent and naive before she becomes this kind of <laughs> sociopath-like savior of the world. Um, you know, and it's very it's very cool to see that. And what's neat is that like. We introduce a villain um, that uh, I kind of love. How there's how you fir- when you first watch it, you see there's no, you know what I mean. How things by the end of the season come together, and you're like, oh, this is why we got shown this, and this is why we got shown that, and you know, and it all is like a kind of puzzle pieces that come together by the end of the season. So it's really fun for me to be able to write that and to work with actresses like yourselves. So um, Rebecca. Let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about when you first uh, started working uh, with us and how it's uh, progressed. Yeah, so it's actually funny because you always talk about how I met you on Model Woman, but I really mostly remember meeting you on the Deuce. Like, I remember like our first conversation, like being on the Deuce. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I remember like talking to you in line and just basically being like, "Let's work together," and um, then we did. And yeah. When we first started shooting Demon Hunters, man, that was like, it was like one of the very first things I ever filmed that wasn't like background work. Yeah, yeah. So I remember being 
so excited but also so terrified and I really just didn't want to mess up like I really didn't want to mess up so hard and I think the first day that we shot I showed up so early and I remember um we were shooting on location and there really wasn't like we I think we met in like a coffee shop yeah yeah because that was uh under that was in Dumbo yeah and and it's funny because Chelsea had like a, a project or a shoot before or something and she ended up being really, really late. And I showed up yes. really, really early. So I remember just like being so nervous and sitting there for a really long time, like really hoping that I just wasn't going to mess up. And yeah. then we shot that first scene under the train. And that was um, that was really interesting. That was fun. Um, I remember the biggest problem with that was the audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had to we had to do ADR with you because uh, that audio was like unusable. But it was like, you know, it's the learning process of indie films is when you learn that like because uh, we put a lav pack on you and we thought that would have been enough, but it wasn't. But that was <laughs> so, such a cool day, you know, though. That was a yeah. really cool memory for me because it was like one of the very first times I really got to be like actually acting on a set. Yeah. I remember what's funny about the deuce was um I remember like I had met you and we had spoken about working together and then remember like cuz you did the like the old 70s you know like can can we talk about that or yeah, yeah sure. like yeah that's fine yeah we did you did like the old 70s like porn covers yeah um and I remember like you know cuz at one point um I was shooting I was an extra on it too and it was it's like 3 in the morning the bathroom was in like they made a uh, a a fake video store and there were all these like magazine covers <laughs> and i'm looking at it and you know i grew up with a dad in the porn industry in the 70s so i knew the real magazine covers and i'm looking i'm like oh my god they got like i remember seeing that in my dad's like you know apartment and stuff and then i'm like wait a minute though i looked over and i'm like Oh my god, that's the girl I spoke to. And then I looked over and I saw someone else I recognized and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so cool that they're like recreating these like vintage covers with like modern people." Obviously, cuz they there's no way they can get the, you know, permission from some random woman in like the 70s who like was on like Screw magazine in like April 72 or something like that. Um but I I thought that was so so funny and so cool that they did that with you guys. Um, and it was, it actually inspired me to like, like when we did like the pictures for, uh, for Bishop's Cove, right? like it made it very important to me to make oh, that sure that, oh my God. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That it made it, it was very, it, it like kind of drilled into my head how important it is to make, you know, set dressing and stuff like that. And to make sure you create, even if, even if the camera is not going to be focusing in on it, it helps the actors. It helps set the mood. It helps set everything. So true. It's really important for the other artists. It makes it feel like a real world. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but yeah, no, like you were you were a joy to work with. And, um, you know, well, both of you were. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on here. I just remember <laughs> being so intimidated by you. And sometimes I still am really? when we work together. So you've made Why? that. And I, in a good way, though, like I, I just you have like such a strong presence. And yeah. I just always really want to impress you. Oh, you have thank that you. demeanor about you that like I really want to like do a good job, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I hope I hope I'm I'm like approachable and stuff. No, like, I don't I, mean I, it in a bad way. I mean, it in OK, a good OK. Way. Yeah. Because, cause, you know, I, I like to think of myself as always, like, wanting to get input from the actors and stuff and not, you know, being this, like... Because I've been on sets where the, where the director is just a friggin' tyrant. 
And I, I can't, I hate that sort of thing, you know? Um, but we, we try to keep things like, you know, like small, um, and, uh, you know, and really like involved, you know, like I'm, anyone who knows me knows I'm very big on rehearsals and you guys both know that, Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm really big on doing rehearsals. I don't like doing stuff unless we've gone over it and everyone knows what their dialogue is and what their actions are. And especially if it's like a sex scene or a violent scene or anything like that, you know, we've choreographed everything we possibly could, you know, um, and it it just is like a really important thing to me to make sure that like the actors know what they're getting into and know what they're doing and that we can just have like a great, a great performance, you know, um, I, I, I always get compliments all the time on how good the actors I pick are. And I don't take credit for that. I think that down to you. Cause I'm not the one, you know, I'm not sitting there with like a little mask over my face. I'm, you know, you guys are the ones doing it without you guys. I'm just a guy writing on like, you know, Google docs. So it's, uh, you know, and yes, I use Google docs cause I'm old and don't like formatting on like script programs. Um, <laughs> but it's so but simple yeah. now come on just give it a try <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so rebecca like um just tell me some of the the you've had so many crazy things that's got on with your character like without any spoilers for the new season talk okay. if you have any stories from either season one or season 1.5 that you can talk about um feel free i think um my favorite day that we oh it's kind of tied I have I have two favorite shoots that we did that were not the new. I don't want to talk about the new stuff because I'm afraid to talk about the new stuff. <laughs> so yeah, from yeah. season one, I loved when we shot the werewolf episode. Mm-hmm. That was like that was just so much fun when we shot that in the garage and we yeah. were like banging and you had like the werewolf glove. Mm-hmm. It was just like that was just such a fun experience for me. And I, that was the day I think I really bonded with Kelsey a little on set. And yeah. so, like, that was a really great moment for me. Um, and then I guess, like, the most fun I had filming that season would probably be when we did the stare episode. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I think the, 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 like, the, I really enjoyed, the, as crazy as it sounds, that scene we shot in the bathroom with the bathtub with the oh, balloons. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. such a wild thing to do. It was so it was so different. And I just I was like, what the hell am I doing? I can't believe I'm so crazy. Like this, <laughs> this man has asked me to reach my hand into a bathtub full of balloons and a naked demon woman just grabs me and pulls me into this bathtub. Like, what <laughs> what, what am I doing with my life? But it was yeah. just it was so much fun and so wild and out of the box. And like and when we when we shot um with the green screen and that whole thing, it was just, it was a really, that was a really fun set. I, I remember what I've always found funny about that one was like, I had these balloons and like, I was, you know, putting a balloon and I'm like, Hey, does anyone know how to blow up balloons? And you guys are like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to blow up balloons. And I'm like, uh, okay, here you go. Then blow all these Charles, up. He doesn't like balloons. <laughs> balloons are so much fun. Oh, sorry, gang. My cat just decided uh, to interrupt us. It's fine. It's what they do. <laughs> I'm very surprised we don't hear Sadie outside my door um, meowing because she uh, 
We we actually on one of the wrestling podcasts that Chelsea and I do, we got um someone like, Oh my god, is your cat okay? She oh. was just crying outside your door and I'm like, Yeah, no, no she does that. She's just you... a hoe for attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when she hears there are people awake and they are not playing with her, oh. she wants to be, you know, she wants their attention immediately. So Casey, how about you? Do you have any particular stories that you remember? I like what's funny is that we shot the new stuff over a mm-hmm. various periods of time and yeah. like for me those were the really cool ones but i can't talk about it yet so it, it's you like can, you can say it without giving away the actions in them well now that i think about it like we shot what it because we i'm trying to think like how many times we shot for the new the new season Three times. There were three times. We okay. Three times with my, you, yeah. My brain is flaking out on the second time. I can't remember what. Oh, the wait, second no, time was my birthday. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. It came back. Yeah, to me. yeah. Um, yeah. Because I particularly love the second time we shot because that was that was fun. I got to be in a scene with other humans. Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> I can say it was in a scene with other humans, and I and it's it's something that is going to pertain to things that we will later on discover potentially and i i'm really excited about that because that was something most of persephone's scenes that we've shot have a lot of the time i'm by myself yeah Um, and it was like it was one of the first times that i really got to do like a really like amazing scene with like um a couple of other people in it and i was like oh this is amazing i get to feed off of other people's energy and like i just feel like we did such a great job that day and i'm so excited for i'm excited for the entire thing to come out but like that scene in particular really like i think we got to see the beginning of persephone like persephone i think is always going to be persephone but like this is kind of that was the turning point scene for me yeah and yeah that particular scene i'm really stoked about seeing because like uh, the everybody in that scene was just chef's kiss fantastic performance like oh yeah it, yeah that's an awesome scene that scene's in uh that's gonna be in episode 17 ugh. um out of 18 so it's the uh, third episode was that the day that i was there at the end uh no no oh, okay. that was a different day checking. that was when so she was, shot her first stuff where she was uh yeah, yeah yeah like yeah where where persephone is is uh test is learning about her uh power <laughs> Without giving anything away, oh, man. but uh, um, yeah. yeah, those are those were crazy scenes. Those that was the one where we all all the crew stuffed ourselves into a yeah. uh, into a shower stall. I have to that that was that was that's gonna be amazing. But like, it was not fun that day. It was not fun. <laughs> Half of the stuff that like Charles makes us do, like it may look like fun, but it is work. <laughs> it is true it is brutal i i like the things that i have eaten (laughs) that sounds really weird but like when you see it it'll make sense yeah that sounds sounds like i'm handing you a plate of slugs or something (laughs) no it's not like survival or any of that nonsense but like i did have to drink something that was particularly disgusting and i never want to do that Ever again, <laughs> Charles. Never again. <laughs> it's, Charles, it's... the amount of times I've had to use your shower before leaving the set. <laughs> the fake blood, I'm sure, that's like you found later on behind your ear or something, like as you went home. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. It's always like, yeah, I mean, it is a lot of work. 
But to me, I think it's always worth it. Like when we just when when we see the finished product and we just see like, I mean, Rebe Rebecca went through like hell in <laughs> like Rebecca suffers so much in like season like what in the new stuff. And it's like, you know, um, like just, uh, you know, not as much as her character, but I mean. <laughs> It's like not quite. Yeah, yeah, it's like all right. Let's have you go, and we're just gonna shine a, a fucking spotlight in your eye while you're naked, and we're gonna cover you with like. Okay, for people who don't know what fake sweat is, oh. it's not just water. <laughs> it's water with glycerin in it. Same for tears. so. Yeah, yeah. So it you're all oily and wet and it's like not a pleasant thing it's not comfortable yeah yeah it's not that. pleasant and like you know the fact that like we put like you know oil over you and we're shining a light on you like we're trying to like fry you or something it's like you know um illuminate the woman don't bake the woman you know like it's, <laughs> it's the first thing they teach you in film school as a gaffer but um you know but i mean like you guys like it's it is it's hard work and it's one of those things where like when you um i don't i don't ever ask anyone to do stuff i wouldn't do myself um you know that's always important to me but what what but what yeah, wouldn't, but you what do? wouldn't you do yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> the problem <laughs> Oh my god, I, I have to have Emily on here one day. Because Emily, um you you've seen the clip from um uh from Bishop's Cove where Emily is falling through the air. Like that was Emily falling off a ladder onto a mattress. Oh my god. Um and I tested it out to show her it was safe. And that was me like throwing myself off like a ladder like a couple times to show her like and I remember the first time I went up there I'm like, oh wow, this is actually pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then just throwing myself off it and i was like you know i i i, I fear the day that i have like a big budget and i'm just gonna be like <laughs> all right wire me up guys <laughs> like i'll show them it's safe <laughs> this is the part of like the the video where it would say we would turn to the audience and say don't try that at try home that, kids yeah, um, kids. yeah. <laughs> Really, <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah i mean that's the thing it's like yeah oh hell oh my god thinking of speaking of of small sets um, rebecca do you remember that thing we did where you and i were both nude and there was like a hundred you're making people. this sound really bad <laughs> no no it was it was it, it was just a like regular way worse it was, than it is no it was a party scene and someone like took some sort of drug that allowed them to see through people's yes, clothes or something like that it was like a that. set yes yeah, <laughs> so it wasn't like yeah like it was a whole it wasn't a whole just thing. like a random place that <laughs> no, we were, we were nude. we didn't we didn't go to like a, a a fetish club or anything together like but you know like we've um it was the same like we were just you know like we did the before we did the after we had to be in like the same position and then the same position without clothes yeah and i just remember they were like what was the crew like 25 people or something insane like that and then we took our clothes off they're like okay clothes set all non-essential personnel leave and it was still like 19 people were there yeah and i was just and i remember like turning to you and i'm like i can do this scene with four most of them were just standing there too they didn't have to be there yeah yeah i was like i don't know what i i because i i I don't know why I've been I've been on multiple sets like that, though, where there's like 100 people and like one person's whole job is like, are you allergic to fish? You know, like that's like there's a PA whose only job is to like take people's food orders. 
And and then there's like three other PAs whose one job is to order them. And then, you know, like it's always just like I think when you do indie filmmaking, like you kind of uh you kind of learn uh how to be like efficient. You know what I mean? How you learn how you can do stuff without like nine hundred different people there and stuff. Like we did um we shot a Bishop's Cove scene with two cameras, but only one cameraman at one point. Mm. Um, which was very interesting to see Christopher put together. Um, I'm always in awe of what Chris can do. I like. He, oh yeah. Yes. It's, he's so talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I yeah. He Christopher By is our um, director of photography. We've used him in a uh, Demon Hunter. We've used him in Bishop's Cove. We used him in Teresa and Allison. And he just is such an amazing cinematographer. Like he has such a great eye for uh for shots and stuff and what's great is that like so many times like um i'll have shots in mind and i'll give him a shot list and he's like oh my god that's what i was thinking of too and so you know it's it's just like a tribute to how incredibly talented he is um that everything he does just looks amazing mm-hmm. um you I know i can also I, collaborate together really well yeah yeah something yeah. to that yeah, yeah, like we we definitely we definitely have like a team thing going there. We're like we know what we're doing. We know what the other one, you know, what what he knows what I'm looking for. And I know what he can do, and that's what I what I really love about working with Christopher. So, let's get um well, uh Rebecca, since you worked with me on another project. So, you worked with me on Bishop's Cove. Yes. Um Chelsea uh, uh sorry, Casey actually um I had, we almost cast Casey in something, but because she had moved, it was just like, I realized the schedule wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Um, But there was a character that almost, the Sarah Schoff's character was almost played by uh, Casey. Really? Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because like, that was such a hard decision. Even with like, like literally it just came to geography because it was like, I loved both of you in that role. Uh, like, you know, and I, I it, cause remember it took me like a week longer than it normally does for me to pick a, a, a actress for it. And cause you guys were both so good at it. And it was like, uh, okay, well, she lives in Canada. So <laughs> um, that's going to be the deciding factor. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, um, but yeah, Rebecca is in a, Rebecca plays my wife actually in it. I um, do. And I'm not naked. No, no, you were. <laughs> I just thought I should clarify. Well, well okay. At this I point, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's not like you were just like the naked one and everything. So it's like you know, uh, there's a there's a lot of nudity in my stuff. It's not just like, all right, let's get Rebecca. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I I'm hell. I'm I'm actually nude in one of the scenes. You are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm um, not. But you are, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> we traded places. Yes, yes. Although we're both awful people in it, so yeah, we're terrible people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. Like we play this. What I love about playing, uh, so she plays the character of Barb, and what I love about Barb and Jay are that they're completely in love with each other, and yet totally the worst people on earth with everyone else on the planet. Uh, ultra sadistic <laughs> yeah like when we took those like the photos we took are like genuinely romantic looking and like i love them and you know um i know i love those photos <laughs> what yeah yeah like we we took like a whole bunch of like here's our wedding but you know our wedding uh um what do you call it? what's what happens after the wedding um 
the party the afterwards. Yes, the reception, like our wedding reception photos where I'm like feeding you grapes and you're in white and I have my sunglasses on. Aww. And like, yeah, it was just so much fun doing those. And we went on the Staten Island Ferry, so we'd have like water behind <laughs> us. And, you know, um, I remember that one where we're like looking at each other's eyes and I'm like, okay, let, this is getting a little uncomfortable. Because <laughs> like... Charles, do I make you uncomfortable? Oh, What? No, no, it's... No, no, it's just that, like, scientists have proved that, like, if you take any two people and have them stare in each other's eyes for long enough, they will fall in love. It's actually been scientifically proven. So it's, it's like, I, you know, like, so after, after I heard that, I'm always, like, uncomfortable staring in people's eyes for too long. <laughs> I know, I it's like a- to my soul, I will make you fall in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, so what was that shoot like for you, Rebecca? Okay, well, well, you talked about rehearsals earlier, so I'm going to mention yeah. that again. We did a lot of rehearsals for that shoot, so I think oh, that, yeah. that really, really helped. Yeah. Um, I would say that that made me feel really confident and comfortable and safe, too, because that was a really intense and um, almost, I, I, I don't know what word to use, I think maybe private almost it was like a very, yeah like a very private scene and set um and very very touchy um yeah in subject matter um yeah. that was it was very different from demon hunters for me because mm-hmm. the characters are completely contrasting oh yeah yeah and well i was gonna say and we should note i didn't direct that scene that's uh, that you was that it. was Madison, uh, who was working as first, uh, sorry, as a second unit director on uh, on Bishop's Cove. Because I can't direct, I can, but I hate directing myself and acting at the same time. And I think Ma- I think Madison was really, really, you know, good. She was awesome, and it, it yeah. was very. It was actually that's true. She did direct it, and it was different to work with you as an actor purely than mm-hmm. as a director. Um, even though I'd worked with you as an actor before, but this was on your own set, so yeah. it was like a little bit different in capacity. Yeah, and and plus we were never like the big characters That's in anything true. we worked yeah. on before. We were always like minor. <laughs> yeah, we were either we either we were either, either background or like one line or yeah, something but, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that that was a really powerful shoot. Um. I think that there were a lot of really good moments and I think definitely Madison helped create that. But I think the the chemistry that you and I have as friends and coworkers mm-hmm. and people who have like worked together a lot and between all the rehearsals we did, I think we were able to really make something um, that I, I hope people appreciate because yeah. I think it's really intense um, Oh it's yeah, scary. That's... It's really scary. Yeah. You're you're genuinely scary in that scene. Like you, you know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no. You and you and I are just so awful in that scene, and like not our acting, like our characters. Like we are just the worst people ever. And there's just this brutal coldness from us towards everyone else. And like then you see the warmth between each other, and it's just this really twisted dynamic that you don't see very often. There's also this one moment where there's light behind you and it looks like almost like you're like Jesus or something. Ooh. And it gives you this like godlike glow. And it's just, it's so chilling in contrast to everything that's happening. 
I, 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 I can't wait for people to see it. It's going to be oh, really... Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I, I wish I'd seen this. It's giving me, like, Spike and Drusilla vibes, and I'm really digging it. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really, it's going to be a really, like, I'll, and I'll tell you what, the, the new scene we're, we're shooting that's, badass. um, yeah, yeah, the new, the new scene we're shooting that's, like, tw- you know, your character 20 years later, uh, played by Rebecca Reinhardt, um, I think having that as the first scene of the film, when we come to our scene, it makes it so much more intense that you're like, oh, shit, we know what this place is. Mm. Yeah, you sent you know? me a script for that to read it, and I, I was really excited to read that. I think it's going to really bookend everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it really, you know, when it comes together, it's it's going to be really exciting. Um, so let's get a little bit out of the CL squared um, universe and let's talk about. So other projects you're doing, are you, what are you guys working on currently? Um, Casey? Uh, right now, I'm I forgot to mention that I am in Canada, as you you previously mentioned. But yes, French am, Canada, the best Canada in the land. Yes, the <laughs> the, the best Canada. Sure. <laughs> I, I think the, all the other the, Canada is bougie Canada. <laughs> no, I think um, <laughs> the, 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 the Quebecers probably do think so. But um, it is it is a pretty cool province. Um, and I I specifically love the city of uh, Montreal. It's truly uh, a cultural hub and right now i'm working on a play in um the fringe festival and it's about actually it's 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 so funny that it's like somewhere within the like um kind of demon slayer uh, genre it is it is mm-hmm. about but it's more um it's more about um the occult and more about what happens after you lose someone and these people are trying to kind of come together and create the safe space where they can commune with the dead and that's uh, the whole play is about that and i play this lovely woman who's a little bit further along in her spiritual journey and um and communing with the dead and i'm i'm really excited about this because it's my first fringe festival and i haven't oh my gosh i haven't done theater in so long and it's it's especially with the pandemic it's so yeah. lovely to be back and it's so lovely to be with people like even if our rehearsal spaces have to be like outdoors or like whatever it's just so nice to be working with people and getting that energy and i i'm just i'm so thrilled yeah That's so exciting Thank you. and what are you, are you doing anything rebecca right now um i'm working on a web series I'm it's uh, like a Spider-Man fan fiction and I'm playing Mary Jane. So that's very cool because it's kind of like a little bit of a dream role type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been a really fun project. We're actually going to be filming this Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, And I also just shot for another web series and I played this. It was a comedy, like a sitcom style show. And which was really fun and different for me. It's been a while since I've done straight comedy. And I play this promo girl selling a dirt-flavored beer. It's very oh. funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does that even taste like? Beer. Yeah, but like <laughs> dirt beer. Like, I'm so curious, but at the same time, no. Oh. Considering I've always like, thought most beer just tastes like horse urine, like, oh, I, no. that might be an improvement. I, I need to see this when this comes out. It should be it should be really funny. It's sort of got a little bit of um, a Schitt's Creek vibe to it. 
Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one coming out. And then I did another like short film, just, I did like a small, I had a small, small, small role, but I play this like homeless crack addict and that was really fun. (laughs) I love it. I mean, like that, that's that's truly awful, but like I, it's these like little crazy roles that you never would have thought about. And they, they always end up being like the most fun things to add to your, your actors kind of, uh, arsenal. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. There, one of my favorite things that I, and it's not on my IMDb, and I never saw footage of it, so I don't know if the guy just shot it and never did anything with it. But it was, to me, it was hilarious. I played like this singer of a Norwegian black metal band, and I'm just like, my dialogue is all in like random Norwegian words because I didn't like. He he told me to improv, so I just looked up like a bunch of sentences in in you know in Norwegian. <laughs> And so all of my dialogue is just it, like, and I have like corpse paint on, and I'm hanging out with like Ted Williams, mm-hmm. and like not Ted Williams, um, some other baseball player, and like we're making out in one scene, and it's just like the weirdest thing. Um, it's it's <laughs> it was it was like like I I it was so surreal and weird, and I love it, and it's I've ne- he never gave me an IMDb on it or anything like that, and so I don't know if it ever came out or whatever, but. It's just weird little things like that I love doing so much. You know, like, and it's it's the type of thing where I'm just, you know, like, I was, it was like me, like, running around Prospect Park and, like, fucking vinyl with spikes on and stuff with, like, you know, like, full fucking, like, face paint, you know, like, black metal corpse paint on and stuff. Um, which, as a musician, I always refuse to wear because I think it looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> But as an actor, to me, it was so much fun to just be, like, running around and, you know, you know, like, yelling in bullshit Norwegian at people. <laughs> and just having, like, this, you know, it's also where I discovered that they actually have a horse um, run in uh, Prospect Park because they told us to move at one point because <laughs> we were blocking the horses. And I'm like, there are horses here? How am I lives? <laughs> like, in Brooklyn for so long and not knowing there were horses in Prospect Park. Yeah, I recall um, my sister being really big into horseback riding, and I think we did go, like, horseback riding around Prospect Park, Um, Mm -hmm. but that's so, that's so bizarre. It's always those ones that you remember, though, like, the really insane ones. Like, even, even I'm writing, um, I'm writing a couple scripts, and some some of the, um, some of them are not horror. Like, there's one that's kind of like a crime, you know, like, violent crime drama type thing, and then there's one that's, like, just a straight-up dark comedy. And, um, I, there's a role I wrote for myself that's a former, uh, roadie from Motorhead. Um, and it's, like, a guy, like, he's dating some, like, 16-year-old or something, and, like, his whole claim to fame is he was, like, Motorhead's, like, you know, <laughs> and it's me with, like, a Cockney accent and stuff, like, just, you know, and, like, sunglasses on all the, all the time and everything, and just being just this absolutely ridiculous, like, guy with all these stories of like hanging out with lemmy in like 19 like 84 and shit so it's it's just because i knew people like that when i was a musician yeah and so it's just like you know this guy with just all these ridiculous stories dating this underage girl who's like just this the sleaziest fucking guy ever um you know, and yet to me, the thing that I find the sleaziest is him drinking the orange juice directly out of the uh, carton. That's sleazy to you? That's like a normal... I don't do that. Only that horrible people do that, oh, Casey. Oh, well, like, I'm just not a lady. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> do you do that, Rebecca? No. 
See? See? Rebecca is a I lady. I don't think it's like sleazy though. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say sleazy. I wouldn't say I say label it as yeah. sleazy. Yeah. I, I don't think it's sanitary. When, when it's somebody else's house and you're just sleeping with a girl there and then you're oh, like oh, someone else's house. Oh, drinking from their orange juice. orange juice. You should have clarified. No. <laughs> you definitely should have clarified mm-hmm. that. Yeah, he's just sitting. Now there's a scene where one of the other roommates goes to get uh, goes to the refrigerator at like three in the morning in complete darkness and he's just sitting there in the dark. <laughs> Drinking from the orange juice. Okay, that is a little. Sick. That's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> no. And and offers him some, and he's like, uh, no, "No, thank that's, you. That's, that's fine. I don't want any orange juice from you." Um. So, yeah. Well, that's really cool. Like, I'm excited to see what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to see what you're doing because it's like in a play, but <laughs> hopefully they'll record it and. Uh, <laughs> some way I can Make actually sure see that. you keep us posted on it, though, and send pics and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking a little bit away from our own stuff, is there anything you guys are watching right now, or listening to, or playing? Mm. I just let out this, like, lovely mmm, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah. what, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> I started shadow and bone which was uh, it's it's a lot of fun i'm really enjoying it which i didn't know it was a i didn't know it was um novels but like the more you watch it the more you're like oh this is so clearly based from a novel because there's like the obvious world building there and and it's and it's got like the teenage romance in it too and it's just it's there's so much there and it's really it's really fun it's a fun way to escape from the day-to-day life like to go to a different like yeah. Lord of the Rings or like the Hunger Games type world, like any of those fun, like different worlds that aren't ours. I love those stories. But yeah. yeah. And then casually also reading Call Me By Your Name at the same time. So like who's that by and what's that about? Oh, um Oh, what is the author? Now my brain is not working. It's uh his name is Andre and his I can't remember his last name, but it's um Call Me By Your Name is uh a romance novel from 2007 that they turned into a film and it's about this boy who vacations in uh, well he has a family house in italy and then this guy comes and there's an immediate attraction like first like first 15 pages like there's this intensity between the two of them and it's I'm like in between like shadow and bone and then like call me by your name and I'm like I'm like swapping between the two mm Rebecca? Um, I just started watching Outlander. <gasps> I'm only a few episodes in, so if you're a fan, don't spoil it for me, but I'm obsessed so far. I'm, like, really enjoying it. Can, can I ask about that show? Because my ex watched it, and she described it as 75% rape. Like, she's a big fan of the show, but she's like, yeah, it's historical drama, and it's just a lot of rape. And I was like, oh, you're not really selling me on the show right now. And she's like, no, no, it's great um so there is also well, consensual sex in the show like let's let's okay. be real there is there but there is also some really awful things that happen in that show yeah yeah is, no, in the first episode there is consensual as well as non-consensual sexual activity in the yeah. first episode yeah i i um i've been watching i i just finished up the nevers which um i enjoyed even though i would have liked to have known joss whedon was behind it at first mm. Um, although the first episode, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, wow, this just feels like someone really watched a lot of Joss Whedon stuff. <laughs> and, You're like, and then I see the, Yeah, no, because I mean, I told you, like, the fucking villain is might as well be Drusilla. 
I heard that too. I was I was reading about it before I even wanted to watch it. Yeah, and I and, was kind of like, oh, so like copy and paste. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like even the last at the uh, I'm I'm I'll slight spoiler. Fast forward two minutes if you don't want a tiny spoiler for the Nevers, but I'll just say the last episode does an epitaph one, um, which they did in Dollhouse, where it was like suddenly in this far future and right. shit. Right. I forgot yeah, about and, that. And they do that in this one. The last episode, the first 25 minutes, is all new characters, like hundreds of years in the future. Oh my gosh. I kind of want to rewatch Dollhouse now. Yeah. I'm not, I, you know what's so weird about that is it's, it's so hard for me to watch like a 24 like episode season anymore. That's true. I feel like we were now really programmed to like 10, 12 episodes that are like yeah. 35 minutes long. Yeah. Like eight to 13 is now the number we look at, like kind of how, what like the BBC has been doing for years and years and years. Yeah. But now, like, you know, because it used to be 24, like, Buffy was, like, 24 episodes a season yeah. for, like, seven years. <laughs> and it's, like, that's a lot of TV. Yeah, doing, like, it's doing my Buffy rewatches right now, actually. I'm trying to get my, my partner into them. And he's, he's really, he really does enjoy it. A lot of the times where I lose him is the uh, special effects. That's almost every yeah. time is where I lose him. Which is totally yeah. valid because it's a product of the time. Um... <laughs> But Xander, Xander would make me lose it now Xander if I was to watch. Xander is one of those characters that, like, he's also, like, a product of the Joss Whedon, like, yeah. character verse. And, like, he has these qualities that are so, so irritable. But there's moments that he's somewhat redeemable, but then you're like, oh, mm -hmm. God, you're still just this cis hetero male and it's just obnoxious so stop yeah there's a there's a lot of incel vibes from xander a lot yeah, of the time yeah unfortunately but then it, he he turns it around sometimes he really does i i think that yeah he gets he gets to be redeemable i find but like there's other characters that i could think that are worse than xander um yeah and but yeah no buffy rewatches are riley because they're long fuck <laughs> riley that's all i'm gonna say for anyone watching who's watched buffy is fuck riley <laughs> i like who you're just like fuck riley <laughs> honestly i have meh feelings about riley i don't like i'm not like pro riley or against riley he's just yeah. there he's a filler for like he's yeah. supposed to be the normal buffy boyfriend and he's not but he's boring yeah yeah, well, you know, as as someone who grew up in the like kind of underground way, I was always a Spike like person. I was like, yeah, Spike is the character. Spike is what got me into the show. People were like, because I'll say, I think the first season of Buffy is awful. <laughs> um, I, I totally think it is. I I like I hated it. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god, this show sucks. And then years later, people were like, oh my god, you have to see this show. They have these characters, Spike and Drusilla. You're gonna love them. And I watched, and I did. And I got really, really into it. And then, like, I think it was, like, the fifth season. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the first season a try again and see if I like it. And nope, it's still awful, even as a Buffy fan. I knew we were going to go into a Buffy <laughs> tangent somehow today. I don't know how I knew it, but I did. Like, I, I felt like this is what we were going to talk about for. And I'm sorry that, like, I, I wish, like, I want to, like, I'm, I feel like I'm, we're excluding you, Rebecca. I'm sorry. No, I, I've seen some Buffy episodes, but I'm not, I, would, I never just, like, watched the whole thing. Yeah. Have you, have either of you seen Fleabag? Yes. No. Oh, Rebecca. 
Oh, Rebecca. Yeah. Sorry. I'm no, sorry, no, I'm not. Like, I'm just, this will change your life. I'm literally, the book that I'm using to prop my mic up right now is the entire two seasons of Fleabag. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, 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 you gotta watch it, Rebecca. You'll love it. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. One of my favorite reviews ever was someone who called, um, Demon Hunter a mix of Buffy and Fleabag. <laughs> And I totally see it. <laughs> yeah, Julie does have that flea bag vibe. Yeah, she totally does. <laughs> Even with the disapproving sister and like just all this stuff in there. I wish I could be a Claire. Like I just uh, she, Claire's got some of the best like one liners. She's like just I, especially like in the the first season where she's like flea bag is running around a um a cemetery and like Claire just is like don't you think it's weird? And you're, flaunting your life around dead people like just <laughs> <laughs> such brilliant casting for that show rebecca it's a must yeah, watch you'll love it it yeah it's, it's on amazon it's on amazon prime on amazon prime okay great yeah yeah Thank fleabag you. i'm always looking for new stuff to watch yeah starring uh phoebe waller bridges who i think is brilliant she's everything you know she's she wrote the new James Bond, right? Yes! I had no urge. I had no urge to see it until I found out she wrote it. And she's working on something with Glover. I'm so excited. Those two are like the fucking yeah. dream team. Well, they were in um solo together. Yeah, that, is that how they met? Yeah, yeah. Like they she because she's a droid in that, and she's like this <laughs> activist droid, and she's amazing. She's like the best part of the movie, quite honestly. <laughs> she's. She's the type of person that, like, I I would kill to be able to work with her. Yes. Because wow. she's just so brilliant and so funny and and just, like, there's, I can't say enough good things about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I would sacrifice all the virgins to work with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, like, so I've been watching The Nevers, um, and I've been playing, um, I played, I just finished Resident Evil Village, um... So, you know, tall vampire lady uh, meme, if you've seen yes, her. Yes, we have. Lady, what is her name? <laughs> uh, Dimas Trow or something yeah, like that. I'm like, sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Everyone really but... wants um, some really inappropriate things to happen with her. <laughs> yes. Well, I love the meme that just brings logic into it. And it's like, you can't, I, <laughs> I can't sit on you, Ethan. I'm, I'm nine foot six. That means I'm like 950 Brush pounds. Brush you with my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what we all want we just want to crush somebody with our vagina or we want somebody to i, I, I don't mean know. it's just i've never I wanted to crush well, anyone with my vagina <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's never been an urge of mine but uh <laughs> well you don't have one so i can understand that but <laughs> but you know, like, I know there's all the memes about her. I played that. I've played a near um, Replicant, which is like an old PS3 game Ooh. that I loved. Do you like that um, one? Oh, I love it. I love it. It's one of the bleakest fucking games ever, too. It's it's funny and yet so incredibly bleak. And, like, it's... To me, it, it feels like it touches on, like... A, I realize when I play stuff like that and, like, play Metal Gear and stuff that a lot of my, like... Um, or even watch like Takashi Miike films. I realize like a lot of my sense of humor is closer to like less of an American sense of humor and more like either like a European or Japanese sense, where it's just this like bleakness that's still funny. Um, and yeah, I've, and I've also been playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne um, HD remaster, which is the most the 
it's not the darkest game I've ever played, but I mean, at a certain point, I got yelled at by God in the game about what a blasphemous little shit I am. Wow. And yeah, the world ends in the first like half hour. Oh. The world ends in the first half hour. The earth is populated by demons. <laughs> and like, it just gets darker from there. Um, you know, uh, I, when I first played it on PS2, I eventually, um, I ended the game by leading Satan's armies against heaven. Like, that was, like, how, you know, because it just goes to so many dark, like, but there's, like, seven different endings. So, depending on how you play the game, the ending and the plot changes, which I love. That's the type of thing that, like, Netflix has been doing, and I've, like, always, and ever since I read Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was a little kid, I always wanted to do in film. They used to but, have um, Goosebumps ones that did that. Yeah, yeah, like, I love those, where it's like, turn to page three if yes. you think that he should, you know, milk They're the so cow instead of jumping off a roof. You know? <laughs> and um, Netflix did that with that one Black Mirror. Um, there's a Black Mirror episode, Bandersnatch, they did that with. Um, if you haven't watched it, watch it, because it's very interesting how they did it. It's like, you have to have your remote, or if you're playing on... When I watched it, I watched it on my PS4 and, like, you know, the controller, but it'll ask you choices that the characters will make, and it'll show different things. And the show could be 45 minutes, or it could be three and a half hours, depending on how you actually, the choices you make. Ooh. How do they even do that? That's so complicated. Yeah, I, they had, they, apparently, they had to film, like, so many hours and hours and above stuff. Like, they said, like, it was nine hours of footage or something like that. Wow. And, the, um, and you don't even see that unless you go back and play it again. And that, yeah, oh, that so like, cool. figure out all the different options. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Net, uh, Netflix, apparently, patent, patented the technology. So, apparently, only they can do it right now. Of course. But they did it, they did it with, uh, with Black Mirror. So, the episode Bandersnatch. And they did it with um, Kimmy, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh yeah, I did see that. Isn't isn't Daniel Radcliffe in an episode of that? Yes, yes. I like how they just kind of like like threw Daniel Radcliffe in there. Like I feel like he's just he's kind of the Where's Waldo now, but he's just he's wonderful. I, I adore him. He's just like throw in throw in Harry Potter. Like yeah, well he's he's one of those people who like did like beloved. Um, you know, like teen aimed films who now is just I'm gonna do the darkest projects I can. He also like, did musical theater. Like he, he Yeah, yeah. He was on Broadway and he did um what was it? Like how to succeed Equus. in business without really trying. Like he, he he's yeah. a renaissance yeah. man. Yeah. But he also did uh wasn't it Equus he did? Too? Yeah, he yes. did. Yeah, he did. Yes, yeah. he did both. Yeah. yeah. So I mean he's you know, like um but I see like Toby Maguire does that and um what was the other guy? Um who is uh in Lord of the Rings. Um Oh uh Frodo. Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Yes, yeah. Elijah. Yeah, Elijah Wood. Like, is it, he was like the cannibal in like Sin City, and They're like very similar types. Those guys too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw a movie where he's like has like an army of like an army of women. He's like lobotomized and like kept naked in cages in his garage. What? And like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch this. I don't think. But I do. it's like, and it's he's so creepy in it. <laughs> He's like the creepiest fucking dude. And like, meanwhile, um, Toby Maguire is like doing things where he's like a serial killer. And it's just like watching these three guys, like, just, all right, we did our family friendly film. Now, now it's time we can to do just... whatever we want. And what we want yeah. to do is we want to lobotomize women in basements. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, well, it's a barn he has them in. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes it better. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, no, it makes it creepier, quite honestly. <laughs> like, it was the sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, no, like, we just, um, I don't know. It, it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there yeah. that I'm really enjoying. There's so much content out there. Like, it's so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just started watching MODOK, um, which is pretty much funny if you like robot chicken. Because <laughs> it's pretty much like a half-hour robot chicken episode. <laughs> is that on um, Disney Plus? Hulu. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Yes, it's it's more adult-focused, so it can't be, uh, people say the F-word. And, um, yes, I know, which we, we have never said in any of the CL Squared Productions uh, performances. I am so proud, by the way, of how many people um, in our cast have told me that they have used my dialogue in real life. Like, Chelsea told me that she actually said to someone I would sooner rather douche with wasabi. And I was so proud. I love that line. Yeah, I was so proud that that line has been used in real life now. <laughs> it's such a good line. And it, well, it's, the thing that I love that Chelsea points out is like, you know, Chelsea eventually came to realize that Julie is so based on me and my ex-girlfriend if we were one person. Oh. Um, back when, like in my 20s when I was wilder. Um, so I love whenever Julie, whenever Chelsea has noticed me like saying a Juliism or something. Or, like, when I'm annoyed by something and I yell for fuck's sake or something like that. And, you know, and she's like, oh, my God, that's where that came from. <laughs> so she wants she's been asking me to, like, make memes of just various Julie sayings and stuff. Oh, you should make memes for the Instagram page. Oh, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. It's it's I, I, I might do some of those. That that would be after we've done we've gotten the new season out. So I'm I'm just really excited about the stuff that we're doing and I'm excited about the stuff we're gonna be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, um just you know, Demon Hunter, Bishop's Cove and other projects that I have in the future, you know. Um I have uh, you know a- as I said, like there's just cool stuff ahead and i hope i hope that i can take both of you on on this magical carpet ride <laughs> that is the future of of my production yeah and... we're on board we are on board yeah well thank you thank you you guys are are you know you guys are among like you're not just actors that i work with like i think i consider you guys genuinely my friends and uh you know so thank you for being on my show Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yes. So, thank you. Well, thank you. So before we finish up, do you guys have anything you want to promote other than uh, Demon Hunter, which is uh, coming out in July, the Lincoln Cut? Go watch it. Um, yes. Uh, anything, anything else you guys would like to promote that um, people will, uh, in the coming months, be able to, uh, to look forward to from you? Hmm. Okay. Um... <laughs> I, I don't have anything I'm promoting, but I am like I'm finally writing, which is really something I just I just want to like say it out loud. I'm like, I'm writing a thing like it's it's really cool. And I, it's so much fun to try it from the other perspective. Is it prose or is it um a play? Is it a novel? What is screenplay? Oh, yes. <laughs> is it in French? Is it in French? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, no, no. We're not. We're not there yet. Uh, je parle okay. français un peu, but no, I will not be writing in France. French. <laughs> okay. Well, then the Quebecois will be very upset with you. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. He can totally be upset with me. <laughs> I like that you just mentioned your husband, not the entirety of like all of Quebec. I mentioned 
my partner and I like I it's funny because I, I call him my husband but I also call him my partner because I think he's more yeah. my partner than my husband I guess but yeah no. yeah 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 because I, I know other Quebecois que- so. Quebecois all right we need to end this podcast before angry I'm Quebecers come and find you yes I'm from New York I can as I, evidence I, is I when you things. say black mirror yeah. Yeah, Black Mirror. <laughs> Black Mirror He's and Long Hara Island is showing. And four. <laughs> Black Mirror and Hara and Four and Coffee and, Car and Coffee. Careful, cautious, <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> you know all of them. I say all of them. We'll I've them. Uh, I've tried to ref- I've tried to refine my accent. Um, because I grew up number one with a dad who's spoken like the old school New Yorker way, and then. I was raised by my grandmother in Long Island for a bunch of years. So, you know, my the Italian side of my family. So I grew up speaking like this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was I had a whole conversation with Kim about this. Um, you know, Kim Gonza, who's um, our uh, our long suffering PA and also a bunch of characters in Demon Hunter, who yes. you worked with her as Jade. I did. <laughs> yes. So much fun. Yeah, but I had a whole discussion with her about how, you know what, like, it's so much better that I'm a director with a with, who refined my voice. Otherwise, it'd be like, all right, yeah, so, Kim, I want you to take the sock, right? And now uh, just whack her in the back of the head with it, okay? Yeah, so she's going to be on there. She's going to be like, don't do this. And you're just going to hit her, okay? <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't command the same respect if I just sound like Joe Pesci is like. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. When I, I find when I go to hang out with my family in Long Island and it, the Long Island accent comes out naturally, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say coffee. What are you talking about? <laughs> I said coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, I had like when I talk to my cousins, I'm like, oh, my God, did I speak like you people? Yes. <laughs> but yeah no i want to thank you guys for being part of my whatever the hell i title this show um you know the fabulous friends of charles i like that charles and, i like yeah. that yeah i don't know we'll find we'll find out that makes the, i feel like i should be like throwing confetti and like you know people think it's like charles nelson riley <laughs> or something if i call it that and i think he's dead so he doesn't have a podcast <laughs> At least I hope he doesn't, because that'd be creepy as shit if he did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like so. Thank you guys for um, being part of being part of my productions, being part of my, you know, being good friends to me, and also for being part of the show. So you truly are fabulous friends of Charles. So. That's it. That's the title, Charles, right there. Fabulous <laughs> friends of Charles. Yeah. But yeah, so um, anybody else, uh, let, me, let me just uh, let people know I can be found, uh, for anyone looking to find me on uh, Instagram, I can be found at uh, charles.d.lincoln at Instagram. Uh, you can find my other two podcasts that I do with Chelsea Lassage, because she's not here, so I can mispronounce her name. Uh, <laughs> she's going to listen so, to it and get back at you. Uh, I do it every show and she just corrects me. So here she can't correct me. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, for Chelsea Lasage and I, you can listen to us at um, our cinematic autopsy pro- um, podcast this week. We'll be talking about Suspiria. <gasps> um, the original? Yes. Both. <sighs> We're going to be doing two different podcasts. Um, why would you want to talk about the original, Casey? Maybe. I, I don't know if I'm available, but maybe. I'm curious because I love that. Okay, because... Because we have, uh, Emily is going to be our guest for the remake. So um, we're doing one, basically what we're doing now is we're doing one show where we talk about the original of a film 
And then we did the next show is the remake. We just did Evil Dead last uh, the last two weeks. Um, and Suspiria is ne- is the ones we're doing now. So we're doing the original Suspiria, and then the remake of Suspiria the next week. Oh, oh, I mean, I, I, I it, ah, so good. Yeah, because I, I'm a big fan of both. Actually, I, I, I went in expecting to hate the remake, and I was like, oh my god, this is. It has number one. It has the, my my favorite black mass scene out of any film I've ever seen that's had a black mass. Like I think it's just so well done and so like it looks it looks so much like the little you know things you'd see in like the the dark ages and stuff, yeah. but like done in a modern dance setting. <laughs> and I love it. I think they just they really did a did a great job in creating something new with that. Yeah, film. Yeah. And like Tilda Swinton playing every other character, mm-hmm. and like it's just you know it's it's great. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about Suspiria this week. You can find that at Anchor.fm/CL Squared Productions, one word. And then Chelsea and I are going to talk about um, in our other podcast. We're going to talk about the week in women's wrestling because we're both big fans of women's professional wrestling. Um, and that is our show. Beyond the bell. Um, that's how we we say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um that is anchor.fm slash beyond the and bell as in b-e-l-l-e like a southern bell or bell from beauty and the beast so um that was a little creepy that was horrifying yes <laughs> so um do you guys want to want to promote anywhere that uh the the peeps out there can find you or no it's up to you guys yeah, if you have sure. like an actor's profile or something you'd like people to see or whatever. Sure. So um, my Instagram handle is Becca H Kitty K I T T Y like the cat meow. <laughs> and my <laughs> website is Rebecca Lauren dot com. And you can look for me in the two upcoming web series, the Spider Man one and the other one that I'll I'll be sharing more about on my Instagram. And 21st Century Demon Hunter. Yes, and Bishop's <laughs> Cove. And please write something for Casey and I to act in together. <gasps> yes, please, because we still yeah, haven't you guys have never had a scene together. Because we yeah, haven't you guys have never had a scene together, and that so. would be really fabulous. I know. Yeah. Like, you've got all these redheads, and you need to, like, create a coven of redheads, Charles. You know, I'll, I'll just say, when we were doing Teresa and Allison, I joked around with the director about that, how at one point there was a redhead auditioning for every single role. And I was like, what if we just cast all the redheads and called this statistical anomaly? Yes. Because <laughs> like, we're like, because there's no way that all this many redheads would all just randomly meet each other. Like, you know. Um, but yeah, so Casey, any. Uh... Yeah, you can find me on my Instagram, which I haven't been posting on a lot because I've been uh, living my life. And um, but it's at uh, Casey and Marie Ecker. So C-A-S-E-Y-M-A-R-I-E-E-C-K-E-R, no spaces. And I recently did an original short with Goalcast because they've started their own new channel. Goalcast is a channel that does a lot of inspirational celebrity videos. If you have seen them on the tube of Ube uh, or Facebook, the book of face. Um, And they recently started doing new short original inspirational videos so hopefully that video will be dropping soon awesome 
Awesome. Well, um, as I said, want to thank you both for being part of uh, the show. And uh, so tune in next week when I will have another person who will be a mystery because I have uh, I actually have to to the friends of Charles. Yes. Yes, I have to. I have to wait for emails. Fabulous and see who's available. Fabulous. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, but thank you guys so much for being part of it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Alrighty, bye everyone. Bye. Bye, gang.